You are listening to Strolling Down Main Street, Season 2, Episode 1. It's Susie and Greg. Welcome to Strolling Down Main Street. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for joining us. You can find us at Strolling DMS on WordPress and Facebook. Come back often and feel free to subscribe on iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get strolling. Today we will be introducing our new four-part format, starting with Magic Minute. On today's Magic Minute, we will be talking about the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Our second segment will be Random Musings. On today's Random Musings, we will be talking about Disney+. Plus. Our third segment will be Disney Psych. Today, we will be exploring Jafar. And our last segment will be Game Time. Today, we will be playing Block Friend Delete. So welcome back. Welcome. We thought that we would start anew with season two because we've been missing for some months now. I'm not sure how many, but quite since, a few since Christmas. Since Christmas, so it's been a it's been a bit. And we also thought, in honor of season two, we would do a slight revamp and add some segments to our show so our first segment is going to be magic minute which we've done before but we're now mushing it into our show yes so magic minute is when we basically choose a attraction and for a minute each 30 seconds each i don't remember i've got the little timer here but i think well we'll find out we'll find out yeah for a certain amount of time each, 30 seconds or a minute, we just say everything we can about that attraction. So we are doing The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Who would like to go first? Uh, you can go first. I can go first? Okay. Yeah, I'll... Alright. And I guess I have the timer here. We'll see if the volume's right. Okay. Winnie the Pooh, it's got a cute little lineup, and you can hear bees buzzing in the lineup, and then you get into like a giant honeycomb, and you go through, and you basically feel like you're on an acid trip. (laughs) Not that I've ever been on an acid trip, but I imagine it would be like that, with really bright colors and weird creatures popping out at you, and like disappearing into a tunnel of honey, and then you hear Piglet's voice off in the distance going, poo, poo. <laughs> and then you wake up, it's in your birthday. <laughs> and I think it's a really good ride for little kids because it's very like visually interesting. Yep. Okay, so many mentions of many poo used to be Country Bear Jamboree, I think, in that area. Um, it's never really a long line, so that's good. Um, like she said, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Some of it's weird because it's like 
wooden things, like panels that just sort of float out of your way as you drive towards them. Um, the little ride vehicles are cute because they're a little honey... What do they, they call the thing? A bee's nest? It's a bee's nest, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cute. It's fun. It's not a long line. It's a good thing to just hop on. And it's Winnie the Pooh, so that's awesome. <laughs> Hold on. I said honeycomb. I think you're right. It's a bee's nest. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Or one of those, like... Bee, bee, honey, honey sticks, honey dipper. Honey dipper stick. I don't think it's that though. I'm pretty no. sure it's a bee's nest. Yeah. All right. On to segment two. Random musings. So, as the title would indicate, this is random musings by us, full of many tangents, as per usual. And today's is Disney Plus. So we're going to talk about how's the selection, what are some of our favorite originals so far, are there any issues that we've noticed, and any thoughts on what's to come. So the selection, I would say the selection is good. Yeah. I feel like I haven't had a time when I'm looking for something and not been able to find it. Yeah, I think there's a few things that are missing, and I'm pretty sure it's intentional. I know some of it's with streaming rights with other things. I know, like, Hulu's also owned by them, which I don't think we have in Canada. But they have in the States, so some other, I think, shows mainly and stuff end up on there. But I think for the most part, it's what I expect of there. But I know they're holding back some stuff to be able to release things weekly. Yeah, I think what I was expecting when it started was basically just being able to get access to all of the classic Disney movies, and I feel like so far I've been able to, other than like a few, like you said, with their weekly releases. But yeah, I've been happy with the selection so far. Yeah, I think it's got a good number of the older shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I think where I think it's lacking, and I'm sure it will fill up there, is the is the classic shorts and stuff like that. Like there, mm. wait, there's more now. But when it first started, there was I think basically like for the classic ones, there was like Pluto's Christmas Tree and Steamboat Willie. Okay. For like the classic shorts. Yeah. I know there's more now, but when I got it in November, it was. But that's okay. I'm sure they'll have them. And I think, too, they have, like, a selection that appeals to every generation. Because they have some really old stuff in there. And then they have stuff from, like, our generation. So, like, 90s kids. And then they have stuff that's more for, like, the recent kids. Like, Descendants and, like, all of that kind of stuff. So, I think that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, I... It's neat that it's got National Geographic and stuff like that, too. Mm -hmm. Even though the one we watched, we did not need to continue watching. Yeah, I think that's one thing to remember is just because it's on Disney Plus doesn't mean it fits the general Disney vibe because it's not all 
Disney or it's not all Disney like originally made by Disney. So like you can't just assume that everything you watch on Disney Plus is going to be Disney fied. Yeah, I think that's probably mainly just for I would say almost just for the National Geographic stuff. Like I think people know what they're getting into with Marvel and Yeah. I think it was more just the contrast of we watched a Disney nature one. We watched Dolphin Reef, which yeah. was very like playful and light. And then we watched Kingdom of the Blue Whale. Yeah, which, which was like a National Geographic one, which was like informative but we watched the first 15 minutes and it was really graphic and quite depressing which it's not to say that you can't like share that information because it's happening but it it was not what i was in the mood to watch i was expecting another more kind of light-hearted yeah nature one and it was pretty heavy so like if you turn that on with your kids expecting the same thing as dolphin reef that's not what you're getting <laughs> yeah, no, the Disney nature ones are good for that. Yeah. Um, well, so, I guess, selection's good. Selection's we'll, good, yeah. We'll keep adding to it. Yeah. Uh, there's no glaring holes, I think, for us, you know what I mean? Like, if it's not on Disney+, Plus, it's probably on Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's the reason, so I guess, to me, it's not that glaring of a hole. Like It will resolve itself. Yeah. Over like, time. And we have both. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're hoping to get rid of Netflix and just have Disney Plus, I guess you might be a little disappointed that Infinity Wars on Netflix and End Games on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most people these days are sticking with like two streaming services. Yeah, I I would be surprised if you <coughs> got rid of Netflix and you got Disney Plus because it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And then favorite originals so far either movies or tv shows if you hear anything in the background it's our crazy cat using the litter box i think she's just being crazy now oh, okay um well you can go first um hmm it's hard to say because i haven't watched like i haven't watched all the originals no i'm surprised you haven't watched encore yet i'm surprised i haven't either that looks like a good one and I have Kristen Bell girl crush so Mm -hmm. um I really enjoyed the Imagineering story I would say probably that's my favorite so far um because it's like you learn all about Disney parks and also makes you feel like you're there in some way um so yeah, I'd say for like shows, probably that. And for movies, I would say the nature ones. So like Dolphin Reef or The Elephant or Togo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was surprised how much I liked Togo. And the nature ones are always just really fun to watch. But yeah, I would say that's probably for me my favorites originals mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think it's for me i think it's a little more difficult for picking a favorite because the imagineering story is is great um and then because i love behind the scenes stuff 
and it's behind the scenes of Disneyland, so what's not to love? And there goes our cat galloping. They play tag down our hallway. Um, so there's the, there's that. Then there's uh, Mandalorian. And then also for shows, there's the Clone Wars. So I think it, it's hard for me to pick. I think it would be those ones because I think they're all a little different. Like, because Imagineering is like that real Disney feeling. Um, and um, Mandalorian's very Star Wars TV show feeling. Like, it's if Star Wars was a TV show, which it is now, it's that. That's what you'd expect of it. And I think the Clone Wars just... Uh, Specifically, the last four episodes were basically just like a, a movie that I'd say is like you could put that in theaters and I don't think it would be out of place. So I think it's hard for me to, to pick, but I, I think there would be those three because they're all kind of different. Mm -hmm. And if I was to pick a movie, um, I don't know, I think. I think Togo is is it's a great movie, like just is. You know what I mean? I think um, it was really well done. But then there's uh, I don't know if there's other ones that have been original. But then there's like Noel, which was just a really cute Christmas movie, and I love Christmas. But I think I'd probably actually I don't know. Saying that I don't know because I don't know if I'll watch Togo again. Um, I might. But I'll definitely watch Noel again. Mm -hmm. I think too, like I haven't watched enough of them. Like I haven't watched Star Girl or the Timmy Failure. Timmy Failure ones. So those ones look really cute. So I feel like my favorite movie one is more like narrow because I haven't watched. Yeah, they, they haven't been as many. No, like we haven't watched all the originals. So mm -hmm. I, I think all of it's supposed to be good. I mean, it all seems good. I don't. Like, yeah, there's some not-so-great Disney stuff on there, but all the originals seem pretty pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. If Togo's any indication of what they're going to do with movies, I don't think you... I think you can throw on any one of the movies and probably... Yeah, you could have released that easily in the theater. Yeah. Um, I also like the little shorts, the spark shorts. Yeah. Those are really cute. Um... Well, then, then you have Onward, which is a weird place. Yeah, because it never made it. Don't know. It made it to theaters, it but like a week before theaters closed basically yeah. around the world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of that when I thought of originals. Because it wasn't it's like, not, a, it's not yeah. a Disney Plus original. But that one's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any issues? I think for me, the only issue I've noticed is um, the slight glitching it has every now and again. Yeah, they haven't seemed to figure that out. Like it's like it's not frequent. I feel like when we started, it was more frequent, where it would just full on freeze, and you'd have to like restart it. Yeah, I think it's just it's their way of buffering, which most other places seem to like drop the quality. I, I, I don't know how streaming an entire gigantic thing like 
Netflix and Disney actually works. Mm -hmm. But uh, it seems like that's it, right? Because sometimes Netflix, if it's not loading, it will drop the quality and you'll get 10 seconds of crappy quality. Mm -hmm. But with Disney Plus, it seems to stop the video, sound keeps going, and then roll back 10 seconds. Yeah. And it did that, I would say, almost daily when it first came out. Yeah. But now it's... It's like now there's like a slight little, like a very brief glitch kind of thing. And then you kind of, kind of like a Vanellope. Yeah. (laughs) Glitch. Um, One other thing that um, I wish was on there was some kind of rating system. Mm -hmm. Because like, I don't always like choose things based on ratings, but like, I like to know at least how viewers enjoyed it not like not disney um not um not movie critics yeah but like on netflix there's like the user reviews and then it usually shows like the rotten tomatoes rating but like all i want is like a star system of what viewers thought of it because it's like oh okay like if everyone's watching this and enjoying it i probably will too whereas it's like got one star it's like you probably know it's not very good yeah, I think there's a few things that they could iron out with how it all works. A rating system wouldn't be, that would be a good thing. Especially, like, everything seems really well received. Yeah. Like, there's some older Disney stuff that isn't going to be, but all your originals yeah, have seemingly have knocked it out of the park for yeah. most people's opinion from what I've seen on the internet. So I think there maybe was a bit of concern that you know, things were going to get bombarded, like, with one stars when it first came out, and, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, I think everything's been really well received, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could do a rating system, I think, and I think the same of Netflix, that um, organization and stuff like that is always can be improved. I think it's weird how apps... And, like they do it differently on every app like Disney does it and Netflix does it like you can't watch trailers on Netflix on Apple TV yeah but you can on the PlayStation 4 or on your phone phone yeah. and like Disney Plus organizes stuff differently yeah when you go to phone. like when you go to like all movies too it's like Tarzan is not next to Tarzan 2 like yeah it's I... like really weird like all the aladdins are in different spots it's like how are you organizing this like yeah it's a little strange yeah i think it's hard to find something if you don't know what you're looking for you know like i think i think what i mean by that is that netflix is easier to just browse indefinitely mm-hmm. where disney plus on their homepage, they're all just like 10 or 15 shows or something like that yeah i i, I haven't explored it enough mm-hmm. but i it it's not as user-friendly as it could be i guess or not as explorer friendly like because you know it's sort of like you scroll through the 10 action movies and it's like i know there's more action disney movies than oh like the ones. front page yeah things yeah you go to all movies and then it's yeah. in some weird order and but i think it's it's not terrible yeah Mm-hmm. means it's just it could always be improved and i think that they'll change it and netflix has changed it and then they've changed it back and yeah mm-hmm. any thoughts on what's to come 
thoughts on what's to come. Yeah. Well, I think it's doing well, especially now, and I think it's kind of cool that they put Onward on there and they're going to put Armist Fowl on there Mm -hmm. and that uh, all the Disney movies are going to come on to there Mm -hmm. that are coming out, which I think is pretty neat seeing as we buy most of the Disney movies. So, I mean, we'll still buy ones here and there, ones that we don't want to wait for and stuff like that or ones we want a special collector's edition of. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty cool that it's a place for all all things Disney. Mm-hmm. Have it all collected in one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, excited for Mandalorian Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, excited for them to keep doing, I think, lots of stuff that they have been, like giving you an inside look of Disney. Like they mm-hmm. have the um, that prop culture one. They have Disney Insider, which is like a short little thing. They've got... Disney Gallery, which is doing the Mandalorian at the moment. I hope that continues with diving in. I'm hoping that the Disney Gallery, it's Disney Gallery colon Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get a Disney Gallery of maybe some of the other stuff. Like maybe you get making of Togo or making of, I know they're doing making of Frozen. Mm-hmm. Is that a gallery one or is that no, a separate just, thing? No, it's called Into the Unknown. Okay. Yeah, I think the behind-the-scenes stuff, there'll be lots more of that coming because I think people like to see and how th- stuff comes together. And I think it's uh, it's an effective use of time and money mm-hmm. in that you can you get two shows for the price of one and a little bit. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not free to make a documentary, but like f- the evidence of that documentaries come out 20 years later people are always filming on set and stuff like that you know what i mean it's just been happening forever that there's photos and stuff like that there's always people to talk to it's a good way to get a lot of a lot of bang for your buck Mm -hmm. and i think obviously more disney originals like just movies and the shorts i think they'll just kind of keep rolling out but yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. I think it'll probably keep growing incrementally, like it has been. Like, yeah. there's be more and more on there, and probably more and more original stuff too. As long as it keeps getting like positive feedback. Well, I, I can't believe I forgot this. Then they have all those Marvel shows, right? Coming. Yeah. Like yeah. the Loki one. Loki and WandaVision and some other people have never heard of Moon Knight and She-Hulk and uh, what else is it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. whole bunch coming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's definitely... I definitely, like, when I'm thinking of something to watch, I feel like when it first started, my brain still wanted to go to Netflix more because there was more to browse. But I feel like with everything that's coming out more and more in Disney Plus, it feels more like it's equalizing in terms of like variety too. Like you know, you can find all kinds of different movies and shows on there now. It's not just like, you know, it's not just like Disney cartoons, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um, well, Be Our Chef is a good one. Yeah, that's cute. And I watched the Shot Class one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think there's lots of good original stuff on there mm-hmm. and i i like the weekly release mm-hmm. i like that 
I don't need to have it all come out at once. Yeah, I like that too. I think it like the whole like binge watch culture like kind of takes away from like in truly enjoying a show sometimes. Well, you feel like you have to watch it all like for lots of people they want to talk about a show after they watch it. Yeah. And if you can watch the entirety of the show in one day, you feel like you don't get to talk about it. And I mean, it's it's also smart on their part cuz I mean, with Mandalorian, you got to talk about it for people were talking about it for 8, 10, 12 weeks, yeah. whereas if it went the other way, you'd talk about it for a week. Yeah. Everyone would have watched it all the first day. Yeah. And the conversation would end there. And you don't have things that are impactful. Like, everyone knows, like, spoiler alert, but there's Baby Yoda. Like, yeah. you know he exists, but he's at the end of the first episode. Yeah. And then we had a week to speculate on what the heck just happened, because you see him at the very end of the episode. If you could just roll into the next one. Yes. It's... Well, yeah, like, I remember, like, when we were younger and you just watched TV, you had to wait a week. Yeah. And it, like it leaves time for like it to kind of you know settle in your brain what happened in the episode and then you kind of go into the next one i don't know i just feel like the binge watching is very like rapid fire and it kind of i don't know it's never been my style yeah i think shows can be fun to binge watch but i, I don't think they should be released as a thing like mm -hmm. eight hours of a story is not meant to be digested in one sitting. No, exactly. I think that's the thing. But yeah. Like, we're not the experts on Disney+. Plus. We have not done in-depth exploring, but that's just kind of like your everyday user's opinion. Yeah. I would say. I think it's worth it. I think that's basically all you can say. Is it's worth it. Mm -hmm. There's good stuff on it. Mm -hmm. Our cat just jumped on the table. Do you have anything to say, Rue? Do you have anything to say? No? So that does it for segment two, random music. sound of distress. What seems to be the trouble? Not even when I'm a hundred. How old shall I be then? Me, a little brat. 
Welcome to Disney Psych, where we psychoanalyze various Disney characters. So today, on Disney Psych, we are psychoanalyzing none other than Jafar. There's a lot to unpack with Jafar. There probably teach an entire class on Jafar. Because he is, by my expertise, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. And sociopaths are an interesting and terrifying sort of folk. Actually, I finally learned the difference. I know I've told you already, but for those of you who don't know, I finally learned the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath from my coursework. And a sociopath is basically the same thing as a psychopath, but a psychopath is someone who acts in a criminal way. And a sociopath is someone who has those tendencies, but is not a criminal or doesn't act in a criminal way. So, interesting. I would say Jafar is maybe then like a sociopath, psychopath, because he definitely does things that I would say are criminal-like behaviors. <laughs> Overthrowing his leader and kidnapping and entrapment <laughs> there's a few things he does but i will <clears throat> play devil's advocate here and i'm just thinking of it what what does he actually do that is criminal he arrests aladdin in the start you know when but aladdin was a criminal technically yes he's in but, a corrupt system yes we i could know get I'm, into that i know what's I'm going just, on in the world right now the I, system framed Aladdin, but yes. But he... Technically, under the broken system, he was a criminal. He didn't... <laughs> Jafar didn't break the law there. Yes. And then, what What else does he do? He hypnotizes the sultan. <laughs> and then... And so basically, that would be the equivalent, if you're talking in reality, he drugged him. Without his knowledge. Yeah. The, That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is there a specific law in Agrabah... Restricting you, you from using hypnotism. Probably not, because I don't know how many people know that it exists. So there's no precedent yet to say that there's it's no a criminal. There's no precedent, yeah. but that would be like someone coming up with some like new street drug and then like drugging people with it and being like, I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm just saying <laughs> there's no, no precedent for the criminal act of hypnotism. Okay, okay, so keep going. What else and did then, he not do wrong? Um, what does he do after that? Like, um, he wishes to be the sultan so was wishing there's other doesn't he try to get aladdin killed at one point probably (laughs) i seem to remember aladdin being in shackles and drowning and then the genie saves him not shaves him (laughs) (laughs) might shave him um maybe the prince he maybe shaved you know what i mean to make him more princely oh okay yeah um well that's when he launches him in that tower to get rid of him Launches? Yeah, he like shoots the tower. Or no, he shoots the tower into the snow. Oh, yeah, that's later. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if your devil's advocate position is going to work here. I just mean he's, and then, he's okay, done a lot okay. of sketchy things. So but he uh, traps Jasmine in a glass box, essentially. Like a, well. And if any of you have watched the netflix show you 
Joe also traps people in glass boxes, and he would be what I would consider a criminal. Okay, I'm just saying he's his his list of criminal acts, criminal acts, is it's not huge. Okay, well, let's say I buy this. I'll say they're morally questionable. Well, absolutely, I'm just being Mo- a pain. Morally reprehensible, <laughs> not just questionable. Yes. So now that we've decided that Jafar is a sociopath, possibly not a psychopath, (laughs) he basically has no morals or social conscience. He's got pretty much one objective, which is to just be powerful and to manipulate to get there. Mm -hmm. So he's basically like a corporate businessman. (laughs) Oh, dig at the system. (laughs) Snap, snap. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's like, not a, I, yeah, I wasn't, I'm not actually defending I know action. he's not, um, I mean, he's in the, our, in our little intro, I believe, I'd have to like go. Like his and, evil laugh, maybe, or something. Yeah, well, I don't if you that. won't bow to me or whatever, you know what I mean, be my slave, kind of dealio. Um, and he, I wrote here that he's charming and manipulative. But when I'm actually thinking, because that's like a stereotypical thing about sociopaths is that they're charming. I don't know if Jafar's I, charming. I think he, I think he is, but I think it's the very briefest stints of it, especially in the cartoon. It's like, yeah, it's like he'll have this like moment of being like, oh yes, my majesty or whatever. And then he kind of turns around like a second later is like, not. <laughs> Yeah, no. He, He's I, not very subtle. I you? think he got to the. I think it, it's implied that he got to where he is because of being charming. Yes. I think that. And that now is that implied. he's been charming for so long, he's kind of fed up yeah. and tired of it. Like yeah. you, that's kind of like what his backstory is. Is he was seeking power all this time, and he's clearly older in age because. Like we've said, in the cartoon at least, he looks a little bit uh, weathered. Yeah, I wanted to go into the differences between the cartoon yeah. and the live action. Well, one difference is he's weathered and the one in the live action is like a baby face, Jafar. Um, and yeah, he's just basically constantly, he spends the whole movie plotting and scheming but basically how to get rid of Aladdin and how to <clears throat> take over the palace. Well, and to, he also uh, completely objectifies Jasmine. Yes, he does. Like, that's not a, that's not like a secret. <laughs> no. Yep. For a small chunk of the movie, that's kind of his foil, like in the climactic battle, you yeah. know what I mean? That she's tricking him. With her know. seduction. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jafar, your beard is so twisty, or whatever she says. And then, meanwhile, behind him, people are... Yeah. Getting... Getting a lamp. Getting a lamp. But yeah, that's Jafar. We can talk a little bit about the differences between the Jafars. Yeah, I think you said exactly what I thought with the cartoon Jafar, is he's 
He's always sought power, presumably. And you get the impression know. he's been doing that for like 20 years like or something. so tired of the buffoon of a sultan. Because the sultan is a very comical character, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. I mean, he's made into a big round guy. Like, he's made to look silly and yeah. acts a little um, buffoony or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you deserve he's to be... cute. To take an advantage of or yeah. anything like that. But they, you know... So this sultan who's this, like, manipulative, cunning guy is totally... It totally just grinds his gears that he has to work under this kind of buffoon is yeah. what he thinks of him. Mm-hmm. In the live-action one, I think the purpose of... Jafar was meant to be a warning to Aladdin. As in, this is what you will become mm. if you continue on the path that you go in terms of like once he got the lamp and got his first wish and then he, you know, said, actually, I'm going to keep on this last wish for myself kind of thing. Right. Is Jafar and Aladdin, because they it's very much that is that Jafar was a thief. He was a street rat. He's younger. And so he's just like, it's meant to be more of a, like, this is where Aladdin's heading mm. and in the cartoon that's not at all a plot thread no but it's having just watched the live action one that is the very that I I could be wrong but I imagine that was the 100% intention of that Jafar that way so that's why he I don't think it was necessarily the right choice for the movie but that's why I imagine they felt that he needed to be a young guy and all that stuff it was meant to be mm. Him and Aladdin start in the same spot and they're on the same path. Mm -hmm. And it's just that this power takes you there. And then Aladdin goes sort of like, no, I make the choice that I don't want to be him. Hmm. Interesting. But I don't, I think it was a, it was an interesting, I think the choices with Jasmine, this is not an Aladdin review, but choices with Jasmine were good. Yeah. I think the choices with Jafar, having seen it again, I think it was executed well, but I don't feel like it added to the movie enough to warrant you changing it yeah i've you've seen it twice now i've seen it once and i think when i watched it i was going into it basically just kind of trying to spot what i liked and what i didn't not yeah. really but like you know subconsciously so i think i didn't notice like the, maybe some of the deeper plot lines like you noticed that because i didn't think about that at all but I think that it's hard when you go to like live action from a cartoon because cartoons generally have a more straightforward storyline. Yeah. And I feel like with the cartoon or with the live action, they feel like they need to somehow deepen it or make it more like philosophical or applicable to real life, like the real things that people go through with, you know, grappling with a sense of self. And I think sometimes you just don't need to do that like when you're translating to live action like I don't know if that always is like the right way to go yeah like if you watch like we watched the 101 Dalmatians live action recently yeah and they didn't go deeper well that's the it thing it was is... very surface level Cruella was evil she stole the puppies it was basically a direct translation of the cartoon but with some differences in you know details well that's what i was gonna say that the jafar in aladdin animated is and the phrase exists for a reason he's a cartoonish villain in the live action he's not he's not a cartoonish villain he's not like 
he's not to a point, and this is why we decided to do Disney Psych, was he's not to a point of where he's cartoonishly evil, like mustache twirling, like just ridiculously over the top crazy person. And the other one, he's kind of, he's not that. And it's not as fun. Yeah. He's sort of like, he's not, you know what I mean? And I think he, I don't know if his acting, and like I said, it's not meant to be review, but we're talking about Jafar. He's, he should have been a little, he wasn't slimy enough to be a cartoonish villain, but he wasn't charming enough to make you like him. How much no, I think he you was more like, to. he was, he came across to me as like neurotic and whiny. Yeah, he was Versus like, evil. And sounds like we have construction starting. Awesome. So Okay, well that will conclude our Disney Psych segment. And, and sorry for the construction noises. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it stopped. It stopped. We have we construction yeah. right across our street. It's been absolutely lovely. It's a really peaceful way to start the day. <laughs> and they work on Saturdays. And they had times where they were working like twelve hour days, which it's worse for them because they're there working. But when you're like just wanting to like chill in the evening and you have like construction noise, you're just like, what the heck? Anyways, but I think that concludes our Disney Psych segment. Thank you for psychoanalyzing with us, with Dr. Greg and Dr. Susie. Yeah. Me with my non-bachelor level psychology skills and Greg with his not at all psychology skills. Yeah. <laughs> Married to a, not a bachelor in psychology. Woo woo. Psychology major. Psychology major, yeah. Not... That's all you have to say. I'm, I'm a psychology, psychology major. major. I just haven't graduated yet. Okay, there's the noise again. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so this is our game segment. So each week we will do a different game. This week we are doing block, friend, delete. So block, friend, delete is kind of like what it sounds. So you are given three choices and one choice you have to decide that you would friend them so that's like your favorite thing one you have to decide if you would block them which means you're kind of like don't like love it don't hate it it's kind of like the middle ground sometimes you want it sometimes you don't and then delete is like no never can't have you don't want you that kind of thing. So this week I tried to make it hard because I like all three of these choices. So you really have to think. It's like, which one of these would you never want to be able to have again in Disneyland? Which would you want to have like as much as you wanted? And which would you kind of be like, yeah, I could live without it or with it. So I was saying that we could make it really easy and go like, churro hot dog turkey leg and then it's like if you're a sane person it would be like friend the churro block the hot dog and delete the turkey leg but anyways i probably just eliminated half of our like two listeners so yeah i insulted a turkey leg lover so today we are going to do churros gibson girls and popcorn and you can go first. Who would you block? Who would you friend? And who would you delete? Mm, it's hard. I know. I think. 
I think I'd probably, I think this is the easy, like the easiest one is this. I think I'd probably delete popcorn. Um, I like popcorn. I like popcorn at home. I like popcorn at the park. But I feel like there's enough replacements for it. So let's, yeah, let's say I want to make sure I'm thinking, let's, because we have Gibson Girl in there. So I'm going to say we're, I'm, I'm only going to think about Disneyland. Because I don't think that's fair if I go, oh, well, if I get rid of D Gibson Girl, I can just go get ice cream somewhere else. No, it's, you you're know, in the park. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, there, I know there is, I think you can get ice cream in Toontown. I don't know, but. Um, Greg's going to make this the most complicated game of block like, friend delete. It's supposed to be like a, no, I'm, don't think, just say. Well, you didn't say that. Okay, sorry. So it's not like a spend 10 minutes analyzing each choice. It's, and go. You go. Block friend delete. Me? Don't make all the noises in front of the microphone. Sorry. I would delete popcorn. I would block churros and I would friend Gibson Girl. Okay. I would friend churros, block Gibson Girls, and delete popcorn. Mm -hmm. I will give a brief explanation. Churros, I never have churros outside of Disneyland. To me, it belongs in Disneyland. If I go to Disneyland, I'm having a churro. It must happen. Gibson Girls is delicious ice cream, but ice cream is something that I have on the regular. So it's like, if I don't get my Gibson Girls, I'll, I'll be okay. And popcorn is just such like a generic snack. It's more just like a, if you're feeling munchy and you're watching a show, you kind of feel like it, but like, I'm okay without it. Those are my explanations. I agree with popcorn. I yeah. would I would agree with popcorn. I agree with ice cream. Yeah. I don't agree or disagree with churro. Yeah. I mean that in, I guess I was just thinking of the thought of going into Gibson Girl and getting ice cream versus going and getting a churro. Churros oh, like a, the... Churros just from a cart and Gibson Girls from the cool little shop. Fair enough. That's That was my basis. Gibson Girls is like more of an experience. Yeah. Yeah. But what about the fancy churros? I guess, yes. The, the ice cream is pretty generic. I think it's Ben and Jerry or something like it that. Is. It's, it's, it's good ice cream. It smells amazing in there. The waffle cones are house-made. Yeah. It's a yummy, yummy ice cream, but... But they do have fancy churros. That they, they do, and you cannot get that anywhere else but a Disney park. Yeah. You can get a yummy ice cream cone other places. Yep. No. So that was my logic. Yeah, I, I was... But you're allowed to have your opinion. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> well, if, if I said delete churro, you'd tell me I was wrong? Yes, 100%. Friend popcorn block... Gibson Girl delete churros. No, 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 no. That's all wrong. Well, okay. That's it for game. That game did time. for our game time. So who won? It's not a competition, <laughs> but I'll make next week's competitive. You'll make next week's competitive? Yeah, I gotta brainstorm a competitive game we can play. Okay. Alright. Thanks for listening. This has been Strolling Down Main Street with Susie and Greg. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.